What's up, peeps? I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And we are the Pink Gold Peeps, a podcast about two 20-somethings talking about all things Nintendo. And for the first time ever, we're talking Nintendo... In the same room. Instead of doing it over the course of a 200-mile distance, me and Matt are finally back in the same room. And I'm very excited. This is great. I'm so happy to be here in person. It's a little weird, I'm going to be honest with you. It is a little weird. Like, I don't know, I usually just kind of stare at the computer, and then when I forget something, I'm like, oh, I'll just take out my computer, and then I'll type. But now we're only using one computer, so I can't even do that. Yeah, and it's like, we're still looking at the wall, we're just looking at the wall together. Yeah, exactly. We're not even looking each other in the eye, because we're, we're sitting at the same desk. Listen, you gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly. So, Matt, why don't you tell us what you've been up to, because obviously you're home, so... Well, obviously, yeah, I'm home. I was at school, just hanging out with my buddies, because school had ended, and we just were chilling, and then, you know, it was the last time that we could do that before we all went our separate ways. Someone went to Texas, someone went to Washington on the other side of the country, so we all said our goodbyes, and then I came home. And now I'm home, and I am ready to have a great summer. Good. So, Matt, what have you been playing? I have been playing God of War a lot. Hmm. Like, a lot, a lot, hmm. because it's a really good game, and I'll be honest, it is the best game that I've played since The Witcher 3, back wow. in 2015. Wait, so are you Am I saying me... it's better than Breath of the Wild? I'm saying it's better than Breath of the Wild. I don't believe... It's I... kind of like, <laughs> it's a tough choice to say that, because, like, I did only play Breath of the Wild once, that was a year ago, and I do want to go back. This That's like a goal for me this summer, to play through the whole thing on Master Mode. Okay. So I'll have a more definite answer after I do that. But I'm pretty sure just because of the story and the exploration of that game, it just it makes it more engaging okay. in a way. I'm just hearing hearing words come out of your mouth that weren't about Breath of the Wild being like or better or as good as something along the lines of the word The Witcher. Uh-huh. It's just, it's unsettling. It's like, so I beat this game and I sat and I thought, and I'm like, that was a really, really good game. 9.5. When I, I, But I remember when I beat The Legend of Zelda and I was like, that was incredible. 10 out of 10. But when I compare the two in my head, God of War is better to me. Okay. It's weird. I think it has to do with the narrative because that's so important to me. Yeah. And the, the narrative was really good in the in God of War. It's really good. And it's really apparent in The Witcher, too, right? It's, like, super yeah. story-driven. I mean, it's the finale of a, a eight-book saga, then two other games. So it's it's very story-driven, The Witcher 3. But it's not just that, though, with God of War. It is the gameplay that is absurdly addictive. I have heard it's a lot of fun. I haven't it played so it. It is so much fun to just beat the crap out of everything. Just to beat up everything. And then... The environment on its own has very, like, Zelda-esque puzzles that were, like, clearly inspired by Zelda. Oh, that's cool. That, But the the cool thing about so much of the game is that if you just walk, you, you can miss everything. Like our one friend. Like our one friend <laughs> who's just completely ignored half of the game. I was just watching our other friend play God of War, and I was like... What are you doing? I have, Like, he beat the game way before me, but I still have so much more stuff than him. And I'm like, how is that possible? It's also, um... It's particularly good because this other friend is maybe 20 feet away from us. Yeah, he's like 20 feet away. I'm sure he can hear us right now, but he's not allowed to comment because we told him to shut up. So, <laughs> All right. All right. So I've been playing a couple things, but most of the things I've been playing we're actually talking about later in the show. So the only thing I did want to talk about that I did this week is I finally got back to opening my cardboard and folding them and making toys with Nintendo Labo. So this time I made the uh, motorcycle and it took about an hour and a half-ish and I did it with my girlfriend and I definitely have to say after doing it, like, the novelty is definitely a lot more fun when you have a second person. Oh yeah, 100%. Because it's like looking at it and seeing how it works was really cool and it was really fun and playing the game seems fine. Like, I'll probably pick up the, the racing game again. It's... It's simple, but it's cute, and you get to, like, design your own courses, and that's kind of fun. I think a lot of the concerns of Labo are still very apparent. You know, it's 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 a toy, and that's fine. That Yeah, that part is fine to me, but, you know, I was actually talking to a lot of people about Labo, mm-hmm. just because back at school, after graduation, we had a little graduation celebration, and a lot of the people who came were nerds, and almost everyone, I think I asked about ten people, and eight of them who love Nintendo didn't like Labo 
because they were like, it's just a bunch of cardboard that I'm going to pick up and I'm going to build for however long it takes to build and I'll play it for 20 minutes and I'll never touch it again. Some of the things I've been reading up and I think in some of them, like the house is one of the big examples. That is exactly what will happen. Like you'll build the house. You'll be like, oh, that's cool. That's fun. And then you'll never play it. The problem I think with Labo is that the people who are enfranchised Nintendo fans who like were reading up about all this stuff and like saw it when it came out are probably in the majority. So like most people who know what it is are people who are like us and they're not the target. You know, the target right. is for like no, parents I, with I kids completely agree with or, you. or the budding engineers. If you, like you've seen the stuff that people do with Labo Garage and it's really fun. But yeah, I, I hope they still do Labo, but I definitely would be apprehensive. I think about picking up another set. Like I'm going to build the rest of this stuff. I really want right. to build a piano. Cause I feel like playing with the piano will be a lot of fun. Cause I'd never learned how to play the piano. And I've always wanted to know how to play the piano. This and isn't going to teach you how to play the piano. No, but like. playing with 10 keys on a labo <laughs> is a lot less annoying than spending like three grand on a piano and then poking it a couple Plays times. Plays labo <laughs> piano. I can do this. Oh, I can do this. Clearly can't do this. It's like six labo. Like that's all it is. <laughs> um, have you seen that yeah. guy play the Splatoon themes on Labo? Oh, there's a bunch of different things. I've seen that. I saw, um, I think we talked about it the other week, Ariana Grande. Yes. And uh, Jimmy Fallon did the Toy Con Labo Garage. musical. Yeah. I think that this was like, the way I look at this is this is a Labo demo. An overpriced Labo demo. And I think that there will be more things that will probably be tied more into Nintendo franchises mm-hmm. in the future. I, like... I saw this online as a joke once, but I keep going back to it like, wow, that would be so cool. Is a Nintendo Labo Pokemon Snap. Oh, yes. Where you make the camera. And it's like, someone clearly made that as a joke, but like, how cool would that be? That would that be existed? really cool. I would get that in a heartbeat. Yeah, and it have like AR camera function. Yeah, and stuff. exactly. Like, that'd be really cool. Actually, you couldn't do AR camera. The Switch doesn't have a camera, does it? It has the, um, it does, and the Joy-Con has a camera. Oh, it has the infrared camera. Right. I mean, if if you count that. Pokemon at night. At night. Yeah, go out out in your backyard with your cardboard cardboard night vision camera. Just don't... uh, Be careful, kids. (laughs) We were... um, The other day, my roommates and I decided for the first time, we're like, why don't we just take our chairs outside? And we sat outside from, like, midnight to 4 a.m. playing Mario Party on the 3DS, which I know you have your problems with that we don't need to get into. But the, I think I'd... the moral of this story is that we were playing, and I looked up, and my other roommate looked up, and he was like, is that a skunk? And I had never seen a skunk in person before, so I was really? like, yeah, I've, I've never seen, like, You went a to skunk that college for four physically. years, you never saw a skunk? No, I never saw wow. a skunk. And I jumped, and I was like, whoa! And my roommate, like, grabbed me by the shoulders and held me down, he's like, don't move! That, yeah, you don't you don't mess with the sky. Anyway, that's that's what could happen with night vision cameras. Yes. Be careful, kids. Look, it's a V drill. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, but that's all I've been really uh, all I've been really been playing. Other than a couple of things we're going to talk about later. Quick update: there is still no Super Smash Brothers news, and I'm getting concerned because I have like two weeks. I I'm have twelve not days. Concerned. I knew this was going to happen. There's listen, no way. Listen, today is May 31st. I'm still praying. I thought I'd get something with the announcement. Genuinely the, no the, way. The people. But, uh, I, the mm. people? When they the, announced the people? The, the, the competitors. Oh. oh okay. You said it too. You were like, oh, the competitors. This Either is the competitors or the online service. That's where I was like, oh boy. But we, we passed that and there's no way now. <sighs> anyway. There's also no F-Zero news so I'm pissed. And I'm not surprised. Anyway, the next thing we do is our indie spotlights. Uh, there's only one game that I really wanted to talk yeah, about this week. Yeah, super quiet this week. Yeah, I feel like they might have a couple things coming out either during E3 or after the, E3. Um, the um, Bloodstained thing came out. That yeah. It's really good. Bloodstained is getting good reviews. The, the like, the not full Bloodstained, but the 8-bit, 16-bit one. I yeah. I remember which. It's, yeah, the one that we said was 20 and it's actually yeah, 10 bucks. Yeah, it's $10. <laughs> I hear it's really good. I didn't play it, though. I've heard it, too. Uh, but the only other game I want to talk about is Just Shapes and Beats came out on Tuesday. Uh, that's the one that was in a Nindies showcase, like the 10-minute Nindies showcase that's, like, chiptune music and all these, like, crazy platforming-looking things. It just looks really psychedelic, and I think it's something cool that I'd want to pick up just... I mean, I love that kind of music, and I like rhythm games, and this kind of reminds me of Thumper, in the sense that, like, yeah. it's not a traditional rim- rhythm game. And, ah, but if you're interested in that, look into it. I definitely think that seems cool. I'm not gonna get it, but I do appreciate it. I also, I love it when a game in the Nindy spotlight actually releases, 
Because a lot of the time, if you notice what happens, is they get talked about during that showcase, and then they're not brought up again for months. Yeah, I mean, I'm still waiting for Hollow Knight, I'm still waiting for Wargroove, and no one's heard anything about- game. So many of those games that are- Have you heard anything about Morphe's Law? No, I haven't heard a thing. (laughs) Oh, Morphe's Law, I totally forgot that existed. Morphe's Law was like November, it was with Doom. I know. (sighs) Anyway, though. So that's all we're talking about for indies? Yeah, uh, there's nothing else. And there's not that much quick news and updates either, that's our next segment, but- so, quick news and updates. Um, the big one I wanted to talk about is that Sushi Striker has a demo on the Switch. I don't think it's on 3DS. It is... I don't think so. I don't think so either. If you were even slightly interested in Sushi Striker as a concept, I really recommend picking up this demo. I thought, I was like, Sushi Striker seems cool, but I'm not going to get it. And I played this demo, and I texted Matt the day after. I was like, Matt, I need to get this Sushi Striker in my life right now. So much so that I thought it was coming out tomorrow. And it comes out next week, and I was, like, really upset about it. Yeah, he was bummed. I downloaded the demo, and I turned it... Because me and my roommates were hanging out. Downloaded the demo. I was like, demo probably has two-player. They'd want to show that off, right? Nope. So, no, it it doesn't, sadly. (laughs) But I turned on the demo. We listened to the anime as... As all anything opening it's song so they have, anime. which is so anime, it is amazing. But then I saw it wasn't two player or three player, and I was like, "All right, I'll put this away. And I'll play it some other time." And I haven't brought it back up yet, but I yeah, I'll try it. I think it's like seven levels, and like the last three levels are like real sushi striker. It's like you know they're not like the tutorial levels. It's like you know you have the powers, you have the abilities, and everything's working. I do recommend if you want to play through it and play through it quickly, just skip all the cutscenes <laughs> because. It's clearly just the first seven levels of the first world. It's really? not like a demo game. Also, you'll go to the next guy and he'll be like, all right, I'm going to fight you. And then you'll be like, this is the end of the demo. <laughs> We're going to erase all your progress now. That sucks. I like, even before this demo, I knew that I wanted to get this game. So I wasn't too terribly concerned with playing the demo. And just hearing the positive reactions just reaffirms that for me. So even though I already downloaded it, I'm not even sure if I'm going to play it. Yeah. Especially if it's the first seven levels, maybe I'll just wait. I Honestly, if, you're, if you've already sold on the game, don't get it. All right, it's, yeah. Because I think you'll own, this is only for people to be turned. And it's only $50. So if you're interested in a puzzle game, I definitely think Sushi Strikers, a reason to pick it up is that it's a lot of fun. And the demo is definitely worth it because it's free. So just play the seven levels. Other thing I want to talk about is uh, Mega Man 11 got a release date. And a trailer. Did you see the trailer? I did. Did you also see that it comes with an amiibo? I did not see Yeah, it has its own amiibo. So it's, uh, I think it's GameStop exclusive. I think it's $50 for the game and the amiibo. It's like It's like action shot Mega Man. Uh, 10-2. So October 2nd will be when Mega Man 11 hits, I think, all consoles. I think it's it's a, a worldwide world console release. It is. Another thing I want to talk about, if you remember... Last week? I think it was last week. I was talking about... Yeah, it was last week. I think week. I was talking about 2DSs and how I liked the pretty new 2DSs. And Matt was telling me how silly and ridiculous I was for wanting to buy a 2DS <sighs> XL. But then I sent him the picture of the Hylian Shield 2DS XL. Coming out on July 2nd. Coming out July 2nd, which is the same day as those other two in the UK. And suddenly... I wasn't so strange anymore, wouldn't you agree, man? Okay, like, I looked at it, and it's real pretty. Like, it's real pretty. But They're like, all really pretty. It is It is a, It is a saucy piece of hardware. It is a saucy piece of hardware. <laughs> but I'm also like, I have one. I don't need it. I could spend those $200 on literally anything else. Yeah, and it comes with Link Between Worlds, which you own. Which I already own. This is our life. I Looking know. at new 2DS XLs so and being pretty. like, I don't need it, but I really want it. The next thing is uh, Team Sonic Racing was announced. Hold on. While Team Sonic Racing has, I need to I need to just walk you quickly through the strangeness <laughs> that was. Oh, I saw a part of it. I didn't see all of it, though. So we saw, like, half a trailer for this game um, right around when they announced Sonic Mania Plus. Right. It was the same thing. They, like, had, like, just, like, the Oh, R. we had a snippet. That wasn't yeah, even a trailer. It was just, like, a racing game is but, coming like, what from we got Sega. Yesterday or the day before wasn't even a trailer either, but we'll, well get there. Yeah, it was just, like, okay, this is what happens. So, obviously, this week we're talking about Pokemon. But, <laughs> so the Pokemon thing happens. And then, like, an hour maybe later, Sonic Twitter posts, here's our spoiler. And it's just the top left corner of the game's, <laughs> the game's name. So, like, it doesn't show anything. And it's, like, right on the heels of this Pokemon announcement, and I was like, real good. And then the next morning, Walmart Canada posts 
the game. With, like, the artwork with the box screenshots from the game. And then, like, a few minutes later, then they put up, like, a half trailer for the game. Like you said, it's like Sonic and Shadow in a like, car. I feel like they did that because they saw what what Walmart did and they were like, all right, let's just yeah. slap this together real fast. I it mean, silly. <laughs> I just love how very much, like, Sonic knows what it is. Although I these know. Sonic games have... These racing games are apparently pretty good. Yeah, like, um, my my one friend has both of them, the All-Star Racing games, and I've played them with him, and they are, A, pretty different from Mario. They're more of, like, if you play, like, Gran Turismo or something, they're more of a racing game in that style with a little bit of Mario worked into it. Okay. But they're definitely not Mario Kart. That's cool, because, I mean, I love racing games, and I was like, I, I just, I can't even handle this. But if uh, if it's gonna be good, and it's, a, it's team. Like you have teammates. Oh, so it's like seven v seven. That's why it's like... called like Sonic Team or Team Sonic Racing. Oh, okay. So okay. like I've looked nothing least, into this. This game. is what I've heard is that so like for example, Sonic Knuckles and Tails are all on a team as they race. Okay, so it's not just one v one. I do not believe so. Cool. All right. Well, we'll keep you posted about any other stupid things that Sonic took posts. Next one I really want to talk about. I don't know what this one is, so go for it. So it was actually this morning. Nintendo had the Space World uh, Expo back in 1997. This is like the thing where like Mario 128 comes from. In 1997 Space World, there was a demo for Pokemon Gold and Silver. Oh, this! Yes, I did see this! Yeah. This was so cool. So it, it got leaked, you know, what, 11, 21 years later? Yeah. If you're interested, take a look. It's just really cool to see some of the Pokemon designs that A, didn't make it through... Or got taken to later generations, or just never used. Yeah, there's an old Mr. Mime baby. Yeah, which and is, now it, it's Mime Jr. Yeah, now but, it's Mime Jr., and it looks totally different. Yeah. And also, Cyndaquil and Totodile weren't the starters originally. Yeah, no, it was just... Although, if you've seen Bayleaf, he does not look like I know. Bayleaf. But, I mean, they showed off what it was. It was like this flame bear thing, yeah. and... Oh, what was the other one? It was like a water seal or something? Something like I'm that. Probably wrong. But they had a bunch of cool things, like a baby form for Grimer, an evolution mm-hmm. for Ditto. It was the precursor to Tangrowth. Tangrowth was in this. Yep. Um, did you see the legendary dogs? No, I didn't. Um, for anyone who is interested, the quote I heard was, it looks like someone said, draw Entei Suicune and Raikou to a deviant art drawer. And that's all <laughs> I'm going to say. When you look at it, you might understand what I'm talking about. Also, Giraffe Rig. Do you see Giraffe Rig? No. The, uh, it's the other half is another giraffe. It's black and it looks... Oh, that's it's just like, disturbing. But they showed, like, you know, like, when you have the Pokemon, you have the image behind you. It's like looking into your soul. <laughs> I like the um the chain chomp tail. I'll stick yes. with the chain chomp tail. I will too. Um, and oh. then the last piece of news is Pokemon Go got an update. Pokemon Go got a pretty big up. Well, not big update. We've we've had bigger. But this is one that we talked about last week or the week before that they said was coming. Was that um Alolan Executor is now in the game and they will be slowly leaking out the rest of them, presumably. Uh, but I think now we know why. Um, Alolan forms are in the game. We yes. we were very confused as to why they were going to be in the game now, but it all came together. Yes, it did. And um, I wanted to bring this up. I mean, I know we talked about it last week, but I specifically wanted to bring this up because, Matt, you know what I did? What? Yesterday. What'd you do? On my walk to work. Did you play Pokemon Go? Um, I didn't play Pokemon Go. I played Alolan Exeggutor Go. <laughs> I only, so I turned back on the game, but I am only catching Alolan Executor. Yep. That's it. That's, that's all fair. I'm catching. I, I remember when it came out, it was like two nights ago, and we were walking out, my roommate had gone to the laundromat, because the laundromat was cheaper than the ones that we had in our own apartment. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, but... <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so he he forgot bags. So me and my other roommate, my other roommate who plays Pokemon Go, grabbed the bags and we're walking down. And I check my phone, and there are seven shadows of a lowland executor. And I was like, he's here. <laughs> so then we gave him the bags and we left. And we walked around and we also ignored everything else and just got as many a lowland executors as possible. I think I have three or four now. I have 12. But you play on a regular basis. I, yeah, I play Pokemon Go. Yeah. He doesn't fit on the screen. No, he doesn't. And like, have when, you, he, when he bends yeah, down. Yeah, his animation in the head just kind of it's like, 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 oh my god. <laughs> I love it so much. But, 
That is that is a perfect little lead-in to the main discussion this week. Yes. And if you noticed, we I mean, we didn't rush through everything. There wasn't a lot, but there's a lot to talk about for this main discussion. Yeah. Which, you know, we just talked about Pokemon, but here we are again, because the rumors were true. Let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee are real. They're coming, and there's also a whole slew of other Pokemon stuff. Yes. So, so let's let's do a quick why don't we quick start rundown with the other thing. Yeah. Let's start with Quest. Yes. Well, real fast. So this all came out on Tuesdays. So that was the 29th. Late, uh, there was a Japanese, uh, just a, like a real life event. People knew about this, but no one said anything. I was amazed on how how quiet this was. But they announced three things. They announced Pokemon Quest, which we're about to talk about. Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, and a new mainline core, hardcore series version, whatever, game coming to Switch second half of 2019. But let's start with Pokemon Quest. Alright, so do you want to give an overview on what Pokemon Quest is? And I would like love to. The gameplay of it. So I love Pokemon Quest. I'm just going to tell you right now. So it's, it's a mobile game and a Switch game. So it came out actually right after the, the thing. The conference ended at 10.30 uh, EST, and it was live 11 o'clock. Yep. So it's, it's on Switch right now. It's coming to mobile in the end of June, and it's basically like a Pokemon Rumble-style top-down RTS. You play uh, with teams of three Pokemon, which all are a little... They're little, like, Voxel art, so they're all, like, little cube. The cube base. Everything's cubes. It's, it's actually all cubes. They it's really called it something special. It's like Pokecube or something. Yeah. I don't remember. It, it, you, it's, it's good because it makes it very distinguishable, which I like. So you play on teams of three, so you pick your three Pokemon. It's very, like, I, I compared it to somebody, I was like, it's almost like my first Xenoblade Chronicles 2, because it's like, they move on their own, yes, yeah, they I attack on their own, also. and you have, like, special attacks, and they go on cooldown, and that's, like, the attacks in Xenoblade 2. How it works is it's kind of, it's mission-based, so you have, like, a battery life, and that's how you get the mobile game thing in. So you have five battery life bits, and you can use one bit to go on a mission. And a mission is uh, a wave-based attack. It's, like, you know, three to five waves. You fight a boss, and then you beat the level. There's a bunch of ways to get new Pokemon. There's ways to get new items. I want to talk real fast about the fact that it's free to start. Oh, yeah. I, well, we can get into that. That was yeah. an overview of the game overall. Yeah. And then, yeah, it is free to start. There are microtransactions, but I'm already in the fourth world, and I haven't had to spend a dime on it. So. Yes. So I want to talk about this because I think it's a good... It's good, the way they did microtransactions in this game. Because like Matt said, so Matt is only a little ways behind me. I had to admit, I told Matt this afternoon, and I was hoping to tell him on the podcast, but I couldn't help myself. I did spend money on this game. How it works is there's basically like three, or no, four tiers of things you can buy, I guess. There's four four packs. Yeah, four packs. Bundles, so it's, whatever. I think they go $5, $8, $17, and then the fourth pack is just all three of them for 30 And they all give you, you know, a special Pokemon. They give you an item that, um, an item that adds a battery. So like I, I bought the $5 pack. So I have six batteries as opposed to Matt who has five batteries. Um, that recharge, I think, every half hour or so. Half hour, 30 yeah. minutes. So it gives you a Pokemon with a special ability. It gives you that, and it makes it so... Every 24 hours, you can get, like, the premium currency in the game. And it makes, every time you do that forever, you get more of the premium currency. And I wanted to talk about this just because it's it's a smart way to do it because it's not something you can just, like, kind of abuse. Like, you can't just buy the premium currency and you can't buy battery life. Well, yes, but also that currency, there's no major... Like, I have, like, 200 tickets stocked up already, you know? Yeah. You don't need them right away. And there's no necessary... Ne- there's not necessarily a reason why you would need to get a huge amount of them at once. Yeah. And I think it's like, if you're patient, you know, it's, there's nothing, I mean, the most expensive thing is like uh, a piece, they can buy like furniture and one of the furniture pieces gives you an extra battery. Like that's the big one. But outside of that, it's really only used for uh, increasing your inventory size for like, you know, basically equipment for the Pokemon and the amount of Pokemon you can carry with you. So it's smart, you know? I mean, our one friend spent $30, but he really can't spend money on anything else. Yeah, he bought everything there is to buy. And he's still limited like we are to the, you know, five charges. Well, he has eight charges, but once his charges are gone, it's not like he can go and spend his premium currency to fill it back up. Which, okay, so my biggest problem with this game is that battery, which is the same biggest problem I had with Pokemon Shuffle and Pokemon, what was it, Pokemon Picross, 
and Pokemon Rumble Blast on the 3DS. All of the, these spin-off games that Pokemon makes that are free to start is that they all have that battery thing. And it's just so frustrating to for any kind of game to limit you as you play. Even like... So, I've talked about this last week. I'm really into the Kingdom Hearts mobile game again. Oh, yeah. There, There is one of those meters. They call it the AP meter in Kingdom Hearts. But playing story mode doesn't affect that meter. You can play all of the story mode missions and it, it won't take it off. But there's other special missions. You can play online with other people. You can go to the Coliseum and do competitions. And all of these other little side things that you can do, they will all cost AP. But the main story of the game will not cost that. So you can just keep doing it and doing it to your heart's content. And I think that that limiting, it's what that Harry Potter mobile game that just came out does. And that's why everybody despises it. Because you can only play for about 20 minutes and then you can't do anything. And that is my biggest problem with this game is that I can play it for five... I can play five levels. I can play for maybe 20 minutes in those five levels and then I'm done for until it takes the next one to recharge. I will agree with that. For me, I really like this game because it's a commuter's dream. The issue I have with most mobile games that are like real mobile games is that they require an internet connection. Oh, and yeah. I go on the train with my Switch and I'm in the, you know, I'm in the tunnel. I can't, I can't get internet. So having like a, you know, a game that can keep me interested and is light. And the fact is, is my commute's only an hour each day, each way. So for me, it's great because now that I have six, it's like I really get seven expeditions a day yep i'll get the six and then once i'm done with the sixth one of them will have recharged i mean yeah i've i've gotten into the groove i mean three days after the game came out of you know i'll play a little bit in the morning i'll, I'll waste those five in the morning and then sometime in the afternoon i can do it again yeah the other reason i like this is because i mean as much as i'm like i love this game and it's really fun it is a mobile game in the sense that i think if i could just play it as much as i wanted I'd burn through the game. I'd be done already, you know? Yeah, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's like, not, And but... I think if you spent the $15 on it or something, you should be able to play a little bit more at a time, more than, like, eight. Well, I mean, if you do, I mean, you get the extra... You get the yeah, extra I know. Stuff. That's what I said. More than, <laughs> I, uh, but I think you should do more than eight. Oh, yeah? I, I mean, I think if you spend money on the game, they should let you play the game. Yeah, I like it because it paces me. And, I, and it, it's not a game you can... For better and worse, it's not a game you can splurge on. Right. Here's you... a, another thing to keep in mind is that this game currently only does Kanto. And there's about... It looks like there's about 11 worlds or so. I think there's 10. 10 worlds or levels, not worlds, excuse me. Pokemon Shuffle, Pokemon Rumble Blast did similar things. They mixed the Pokemon that you would get. So you'd get... I think at the beginning of Pokemon Shuffle, there were a certain amount of levels. And Pokemon from all different generations were there. Was no by no means all of them, but then they would gradually add more stuff in. And I would not be surprised if, you know, a couple months down the line, there was a free update to this. It's like, here's Johto. Yeah. And I was going to actually say that's actually on my, uh, on things I wanted to talk about. This game has huge growth potential. If this game does well, they could just be like, here's 10 more worlds and Johto. And I think it's good because even if I did blow through the game, I want to catch them all. Yeah, then you come back. You know, I mean, I, you're you're in the fourth world, and I'm only a couple levels ahead of you in the fourth world because I keep going back and being like, oh, I got a Nidoran from from buying the thing. Um, I got a Nidoran with a special ability. It's got bulk up, and I want to level him up. So I'm playing, you know, right. the final level of the third world with my current guys who are getting a little bit of extra experience while this guy's like just shooting up the, the exactly. Ball. And it's really cool. I mean, like I said, it's not it's nothing super complex, but it's really nice. I'm gonna be excited to be able to, you know, right now I've been doing as I play this in the morning. For, like, the first half of my train ride, and then the second half of the train ride, I've been playing Pokken. And then on the way back, I could do the same thing. I'm really thinking this will be go good with Sushi Striker, because both of them are very pick-up-and-play. Yeah, Let me just play certainly. some stuff and then move on. By the way, there's shiny Pokemon. <laughs> there are shiny Pokemon in the game, and that's neat, but I also don't care. I mean, I think it's cool because it's, like... I mean, everyone's talking about... It. It's like when Pokemon Go happened, right? If you're on Twitter, people are like, Oh, I caught a Tangela. You know, it's a rare Pokemon. People get excited. But now it's like, Oh, I got a shiny horsey. It's like I see it on Twitter. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. Right. My Our friend just started playing the game last night. In addition to paying the $30 to get everything, <sighs> before that, he got a shiny Lickitung. And I'm like, You're killing me. He had hardly played the game. And he was like, Yep. He'd watched me play. I, I, I'm I, sorry. It's my fault. I talked him into it. I was like, just spend the $5. It's so worth it. And then that was that was my downfall. He, you know he's an impulse buyer. He is an impulse buyer. I know him. <laughs> anyway, even if, like, the battery wasn't there, I think I would still be compelled to continue playing the game a lot because I'm sitting there bummed that 
A, I'm sitting there bummed that I don't have enough to keep playing and playing and playing. And also, there's so many little missions and little quests that you can, like, check off. And I love that, like, satisfying feeling of, like, yes! And then, like you, I keep going back and doing stuff where I'm like, alright, I can't do that quite yet. So I'm gonna go back and I'm just gonna level up, level up, level up. Alright, let's go back. So, yep. um, in the fourth world, flying type is really good. Yes. So, I have a Pidgey that I haven't been using very much. Mm-hmm. So I've gone back to the third world, and I've got two really strong Pokemon, and then they're currently carrying the Pidgey, as the <laughs> Pidgey is, like, spanning level up. So I'm like, now my Pidgey will get to, like, level 13, level 14, and then I'll be able to go there, and the Pidgey will not only be stronger, but it will also have a boost. Yeah, right now I'm kind of doing a similar thing. My my Nidorino is uh, he's not super str- not as high as my Growlithe and my Eevee yet, but I have a Spearow. I just got a Spearow. It's like a level 29 Spearow. So oh, you I w- have level 29 already? Yeah, so you know the... Um, so there's a... How you actually... Let's talk real fast. How you get new Pokemon. Um, every 22 hours, one Pokemon will just show up. Yep. And then there's like a pot in the center of the... There are ways to make it more than one. Yeah. There's like a pot in the center of the of the park or whatever, and you get ingredients throughout the game, and you can put ingredients in there, and you get a random Pokemon after a certain number of expeditions. Um, and after you beat the third world, there's a second pot you get, which automatically gives you much higher level Pokemon. It's like 15 to 30 level. So I've been doing that. Word to the wise, by the way. If you're looking for, um, if you're looking to get more ingredients, play 4-1, the first level of the fourth world, with Pokemon who all have the spinny attack. Because when you destroy stuff around you, that's usually how you get extra stuff. I'm netting like 12 or 13 ingredients plus the stones every time. So it's good to good to use. All right. So real talk about this game for a split second is that while I think it's very fun, if you don't like Pokemon, I don't think you're going to be compelled to play it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, it's it's, like, this is a Pokemon player. Yeah. Game. If you like Pokemon, you'll like this game. And also if you like RPGs. But other than that, I would not get this game. Yeah. There's so many numbers and bars and it's Pokemon. It's like, it's my It's, it's also very basic. So if the fact that it's very basic is going to dissuade you, then just be aware of that. Yeah. But, you know, these are things you got to keep in mind. But honestly, like I said, it's free to start. And it's like, there's two really easy quests in the very beginning of the game that will recharge your battery. So you can play 15 expeditions pretty much all at once and kind of decide from there if you like it. But if, if you need something to to whet your Pokemon appetite until the next big thing, then this is it. Yes. Oh, Speaking... one last thing. One yes. last thing. What? If you don't want to play touchscreen, left and right bumper, switch between your Pokemon, and X and Y are the two attacks. You yeah, don't, don't, use don't use the stupid... The... Don't use the little finger the by finger using thing. That's what I Because I, I was using the Pro Controller, and I didn't know the bumper trick, so I was using the thing, and I just could not get there like fast enough, and I yeah. kept dying. I was like, hmm. but yeah, no, it's not. Good. I personally like using touchscreen, because... I don't know. I like yeah, I mean, touchscreen's good, but if you don't want to use touchscreen, you want to play them, you know, in, in docked mode, this is what you got to do. There you go. All, All right. right. So, speaking of that big next... That, 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 that next big thing, though, we've got uh, our f- announcement of Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. So, so first, how psyched were you when you saw this? Well, I want to... It was funny, because when this stuff happened, when the announcement started happening, I was, I was playing Pictionary with my family, <laughs> and I turned on Pokemon twitter to give me updates like every time they tweet about something and i saw pokemon quest first and i was like oh my they're doing something different we were so wrong (laughs) and then this cops up and i was like oh okay i mean i watched the trailer and i was super hyped i mean like i was not expecting to be as excited as i was and honestly the more we learned about it as well as just everything pokemon's doing as a whole in the next two years the more I was excited about it. Okay, so I had a similar but different initial reaction. Okay. So I was in my living room with my roommate, and I checked my phone, and I saw Pokemon Quest. And both my roommate and I instantly got, like, enraged. We were like, this is it? This is the thing? And we thought that was it. (laughs) Then the Let's Go stuff started showing up. And when the trailer first came out, I was like, no way, and I loved it. But then I got more information as excited i was i got a little less excited but i'm still i'm still really excited but some of the things i learned i was like oh but yeah well let me say this i I, the stuff we talked about in our in our like when we talked about these leaks on the first time around that stuff still is very there for me but i think before we start anything the biggest thing we want to talk about with this and we both wanted to say this is that this is a main series game kind of it's not a core it's not it's not the next thing after Sun and Moon. Yes, I, it is. It is a it is a main game with main game mechanics, but it is not 
Pokemon Eevee version and Pokemon Pikachu version. Right. It is. We cannot. Is different. Yeah, we can't transfer in our Sun and Moon Pokemon. You know, it's a different. Right. It's like a different thing, and you have to think about it. When I think about it that way, it changes entirely how I feel. about so it. So I listed things kind of in the order that they were revealed. Okay. So if you wanted, to, if we just want to go down the list and just talk about things, sure. in, in the way it happened. So there was that, and then the next big thing is returning to Kanto. Yep, it looks like a remake of Yellow. It, it 100% is a remake of Yellow. Uh, Masuda, in a conversation, said that it is very, very, very close to Yellow's map, like almost exact. That's good. Which is good. I'm like the fact that this isn't a main game is something that I've been keeping in mind for everything, which makes me a little more okay with it, because if this was a main game, I'd be disappointed we were returning to Kanto. Because it's, like, almost a spin-off, not really, I'm more okay with it, but I don't w- really want to go, but I'm like, all right, it's here. Yeah, well, for me, I mean, I played Pokemon Yellow. I remember, I remember getting Pokemon Yellow shipped to my house, and I was, like, four or five years old. I just remember opening the box and seeing two po- uh, mm-hmm. two copies of Yellow, one for me and one for my brother. And I really like Pokemon Yellow, and, I, and there's other things about this that I kind of go into this idea, but I got to remember that I played Pokemon Yellow when I was five years old, so the rose-tinted glasses are super on, all right? <laughs> So, but as this much game as, will be fixed, it's not going to be Pokemon. Well, yeah. Yes, but I kind of want to use this to lead into the next thing in saying that you're saying, you know, you, one of the big issues you had with Kanto is you said it was really empty. And I know I'm jumping ahead here, but Pokemon will be on the overworld map. They will, and I do really like that. Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, all that big open space is actually really useful now. Like, I'm happy they don't change it because there's a lot of really open area for you to find Pokemon. I played, uh, I believe it was Pokemon Yellow when it came out on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. So I played it then, which wasn't very long ago. And I was like, all right, this is nice. I like to see where Pokemon came from because I had never played one of those games before. Red, blue, yellow. And so I was like, all right, that's cool. They don't age well. And yeah, I mean, after <laughs> playing like X and Y and Sun and Moon, I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> are you telling me there's, first off, even though they claim ghost type and bug type are good against psychic, they're not. Yeah, I know. I'm like, wait a <laughs> well, minute. Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. Ghost is, but the only ghost type attack that cares about, like, your attack stat is Lick. Bug is not super effective against Psychic. They say it is. It's not. So let's let's keep moving with that. They have also confirmed that it will be only 151 original and their Alolan forms. Yes. So this is what has And that don't po- get any ideas because they also said Johto will not be post-game. Yes. It's they, not going to happen. They specifically said no Johto, which I'm okay with. I think I, as much as I would love to have had it, I'm not like kicking myself about it. I'm. That seems like super sequel potential. This, yes, I think. I think now what we're gonna see. I mean, like first of all, sorry, Diamond and Pearl. Poor I, Diamond I, and Pearl. I, I think what's gonna happen now is in between every core game, we're gonna get another Let's Go. So maybe the next one will be two Johto Pokemon. Yeah. In Johto, and then Hoenn, and and then finally we go yes. back to Sinnoh. It'll be like Let's Go Eevee again because we'll be on Obreon. Um, and let's go Spinarak. Let's go Spinarak. Yeah, that's that's the game I want to play. Listen, once we get to Sinnoh, we can do Let's Go Carnivine. That's all I want. I just want Let's Go Carnivine. Um, but, so again, that explains why Go has the Alolan variants now. And I think that might be the only way you can get the Alolan variants into into let's go unless there's unless they bring back a sevi island kind of thing yeah, unless... which was in fire red and leaf green um and i wouldn't be surprised about that but sevi islands you couldn't access until the end of the seventh gym so it would be close to the end of the game but i think it's good for balancing purposes there aren't any dark type pokemon in kanto no. there aren't none of them gotten retyped but, but they're retyped fairies Ritata. yes there's a lolan there's all the alolan pokemon there are a bunch of dark types but then we have fairy pokemon with you know clefairy and all that with Alolan Exeggutor, we have another dragon type, because we only had Dragonair, Dragonite, right. and Dratini. So I think having the Alolan Pokemon in some respects being in the game is good. Uh, the next thing I want to say that was really cool... I mean, this is the other big thing, and I want to talk about this kind of from the start, because this is, I think, a lot of the reasons people are annoyed about this game, and it goes into my rose-tinted glasses thing, and I want to talk about it, is the fact that... Matt, how do the wild battles work in this game? Oh, there aren't any. You throw the ball. But, okay, first of all... You, Mike and I had a long argument about this a couple days ago. I just, we were just texting each other back and forth, really frustrated, or he was really frustrated about this. I was like, it's no big deal. Like, it's I was texting our friend being like, I was sending him the message. I was like, can you believe Matt? Can you believe him? <laughs> and yeah, and are you, are you still as upset about it as you were? Um, so let's talk about what we're talking about. Um, okay. 
So in addition to having Pokemon Go wild battles that you just throw the Pokeball, you also throw the Pokeball. Like you take your Joy-Con and you throw it. You don't know why this doesn't bother me, Matt? You don't have to aim. No. You want to know why this doesn't bother why? me? Because you can just press a button. You can just press yes, a button? Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, that's lame. Don't get me wrong. I will... Th- when I'm sitting at my house, I'll throw the Joy-Con. That'll be fun. My issue is always... Matt, what am I supposed to do when I'm sitting on the train? I mean, obviously, they weren't going to make you do it. Of course, they had to give some way to do it. But again, because this isn't a main series game, I'm more about this. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, this rose-tinted glasses thing, like, as much as you're like, okay, everyone's like, you know, wild battling is is important for Pokemon, right? It's like, how you find new Pokemon, how you train your Pokemon. Do you like the grinding? Like, as much as I know, it's important for the game. I'm not disagreeing with that. But if I have to play through Kanto again... And go through Mount Moon, and you're telling me I don't have to, like, have a genocide of Zubat? Like, that that gets me interested. And I'm here's, playing a game from 25 years ago. Here's the thing, though. How do you how do you train? Like, you catch a level 5 Pikachu. I mean, you wouldn't catch it. You catch a level 5 Caterpie. How do you train it? So, other than trainer battles. Well, I want to talk about trainer battles first. Can we talk about this? Trainer battles are regular Pokemon. So that's why I'm also like, people shouldn't be freaking out about this catching Pokemon. Well, he means regulars in gameplay. Traditional yeah. turn-based. Traditional gameplay. turn-based, four attacks, level ups, you know, experience points. One of the things we don't know yet is how we're going to get experience points for our Pokemon, right? Right. I think I think it's one of two ways. I think I think when you catch Pokemon, you might just get like a, like, you get like trainer experience that you like allocate to one of your Pokemon. Or, or, or and, I think the trainer battles will be repeatable. I think you should be able to fight Pokemon trainers more than once. So the way you just said about allocating is more or less essentially the way it works in Pokemon Go. Because you get Stardust, and as long as you have enough candies, you can use that Stardust, and then you can level up your Pokemon. Yeah. And when we think about this game, you know, it really is, you know... It's a mainline game with Pokemon Go mechanics. Yeah. This game is for people who play Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go has still has like 5 million active users a day, which is a lot more than, you know, that's like a that's third... That's more than of... most people think, but it's like, come on. That's that's a third of the amount of people who bought Sun and Moon, right? Wasn't it 17 yeah. million for Sun mm-hmm. and Moon? It's like, you got to think about it in the sense that, in terms of business reasons, of course they're making this game. Like, Niantic owns Pokemon Go, all right? So how are they like, okay, let's take all the Pokemon Go people, and make them buy... Them somewhere else! Make them buy not only a $60 game, but a $300 console and a $50 peripheral that I have been checking GameStop pre-orders for every 15 minutes from 9 to 5 for two days. Let's keep going in this order and we'll we'll get to the Pokeball. Yes. Okay. But yeah, with these wild... Yes, we'll go back. With these wild Pokemon battles, I think the idea of being able to just catch Pokemon will be fun. And it won't bog down the game. I mean, I like Pokemon Yellow, but do I want to spend another 40 hours playing Pokemon Yellow? Right, that's fair. I want... I want there to be something to keep me interested, you know? And one of the big things, I'll talk about this near the end, but I think this this idea of Let's Go, and even if Let's Go is a series, I think fixes all the problems with Sun and Moon. I think, what do you mean? Well, the issue with Sun and Moon, in my opinion, was that it came out right after Pokemon Go. They wanted to do cool things for competitive players, so we added Z-moves, we added Ultra Beasts, we added, you know, the, EV, the, uh, the islands to do EV training and stuff like that. Made IV breathing a lot easier, very easy to see what's going on. But they want all these new people to play, so unfortunately, so you a lot have of to them, dial it back. The main, right, I well, get it. no, just like the main elements had to be very streamlined. You know, like you get a walkthrough of so much in that game, right? Like you make you make the joke, you haven't gotten past the trainer school and just sun and moon. Oh my god, it took me so long because I just didn't want to do it. And it's like when you think about it that way, you're like, well, if I. If but I have every, a game that's... every Pokemon game holds your hand through the first hour. Yeah, but that game really holds. But yeah, your that hand. game really did it. I think if we have Pokemon Let's Go, that'll be the hand holding that those people need, right? So they can get into a real series game where you and I are like, nah, eh, I know how to play Pokemon, right? But I mean, we'll still have to do it. You're oh, still gonna have to go through the tutorial. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. And I keep ne- cutting you off. Thing go ahead. <laughs> is that you can play it with only one Joy-Con, which is cool. It's cute. My I'm bringing this up especially because I'm left-handed. Yes. And it seems like everybody is using the right-handed one for player one in the trailer. And if I can't switch it, I'm gonna be a little salty. As a, as another left-hander, we are a left-handed podcast. Um, <laughs> I will also be upset about this. I think we're okay though because a. First off, I mean, most people are right-handed. And B, this game comes out in Japan. In Japan, they read right to left. So right Joy-Con being right. first player makes a lot more sense. It does. 
We're hoping. We're ho- we'll see what happens. But, but Matt, what if I what if I take the left Joy-Con from On you? with that is there's co-op in this game, which is so cool. First and it's, time in Pokemon game. It's co-op. real co-op. Like the well, like, well, no, because the person like swirls down and they run with you. Yeah, but they're limited to what they can do by what player one does. They have well, yes. to choose from Pokemon from player one's Pokemon. They go where player one goes. It's not. It is not player two's adventure. It's player one's adventure, and player two is along for the ride. Yeah, but the idea of having someone who can, like, you know, run around the same area. They can't leave the area, but they can run around in it. They right. have an o- their own Pokemon following them. And the, the, in the trainer battles, they showed it's a 2v1. You know, you'll have two Pokemon. You both have a guy that you're using the attacks for. I think that this is great for kids with siblings who don't want to make their own game. Yes. I think that if I were to come over to your house and you were playing Pokemon and I, I wouldn't be like, ooh, let me grab player two. I would sit there and I'd turn mine on and then we would play our own games in the same room together and talk about it. Yes. I think it's it's a great it's it's great like you said for people who don't want to make their own file, people who are maybe too young to really understand what's going on in Pokemon. Like when I was when my sister was really young, I was playing Diamond and Pearl and she loved the Safari Zone. She's like, "Ooh, there's a Pokemon." And we caught it and we'd name it. I have I have a box of really strange named Pokemon. <laughs> a lot of them are Carnivine, as you can imagine. Uh-huh. Um and that was great, but, like, if she was still young, this would be a great game for her. Right. You know, and it's also, like, you know, if... if my, so one of our friends lives with me, and if he comes home, and he's, like, he sees me playing Pokemon on the couch, and he's, like, really tired, I was like, hey, you want to help me beat this trainer? <laughs> That's the other thing, though, because you're, you're just ganging up, you know? It's two-on-one here. Yeah, I'm interested to see how, if, like, the difficulty scales with 2v1s. I kind of hope it does. I, I, like, I also hope it does, but I doubt it will, honestly. Yeah, I feel like there might be, like, an option to, like, you know up the difficulty when you're playing with two people because you're basically just getting double experience and double hits and double everything and your opponents aren't. So, I mean, but speaking of combat and difficulty, etc., CP from Pokemon Go, combat power is what the stat system will be in Let's Go. Yeah, I saw this. I'm interested to see... I am angry. I am not happy about this. I I get why it's happening because you're, again, trying to bring those Pokemon Go players, but everybody knows, including Niantic, that the worst part about Pokemon Go is CP. There's there's no... St- there are hidden stats. There's three stats in Pokemon Go, which are defense, attack, and stamina, and they're all grouped together to make CP, which is it's just annoying. It's unbalanced if you bring it to a main game like this because, you know, Pikachu, his highest CP in Pokemon Go is around 600, while Charizard's max CP is around 3,000. So it's like, there's a big issue here that needs to be addressed in some way. I would hope that they would address it. I mean, I I don't know a lot about Pokemon Go's combat mechanics. Even when I was actively playing Pokemon Go, I really didn't do the battles. There weren't any, um, there weren't any really gyms by me, so I was like, kind of, I was kind of like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just catch the Pokemon and, and, and hatch the eggs and do the thing. You know, it'll be fun. Let me ask you this. If they somehow fix the CP system so they don't have, like, a max anymore, and they actually broke it out, let's say they have, like, okay, I have 600 CP, and they show you the three stats that breaks down, would that be more interesting to you? That, okay, yes, it would be, but then you run into a bunch of other problems, like, then how do you transfer Pokemon from Pokemon Go into Let's Go? And vice versa. And vice versa. The other thing I was going to say is that if there's no max, then, I mean, where where does it stop? Where does the madness end? I mean, you know I think I mean? it'd be like a level 100 kind there, of principle. Yeah, there would have to be some kind of a cap. Yeah, but... I'm interested. I, I feel like, I mean, you'd said this, that like some kind of major overhaul for Pokemon Go is coming anyway. Right. Maybe this is why. They're like, yeah. well, we'll tie well, it in with what, what that's Nintendo's what doing. I, like a lot of um, Pokemon Go vloggers that I talk I listen to or watch have been talking about this you know like maybe as this comes maybe this is why we've been holding out for trading and battling so long because at one point they were going to do it and then this was going to happen for the main games and they're like all right let's hold it off and we'll bring it out with this because there's going to be so much interactivity yeah and I mean we know that you can do you know trading and battling in the switch game so even if they're like hey we're just going to attach to the switch game I don't imagine they would I think they're at least going to let you trade yeah I think there's got to be some kind of overhaul because like you had said it's been due for one for so long that as much as I'm like well it's not you know EVs and IVs I'm kind of okay with that I want them to kind of shake it up I I like the idea of you know not necessarily saying if I'm not using Dragonite Charizard Tauros and Mewtwo I'm gonna lose there actually was this interview about that and Masuda said that he wanted to simplify it he didn't necessarily have a comment right now for EVs and IVs but they're not gonna be like they are in the main game 
I would assume they'll probably be like they are in Pokemon Go, where... It's just, like, randomly assigned, right? Like, they have, like, a this and a that stat? When you catch it, it's random. Okay. Um, They are, again, those hidden defense attack stamina. They all go up to 15, and you can instantly appraise them when you catch them. And that brings into question another big thing about the integration. So let's say that, you know, you, you we have that integration, and you can transfer whatever you want from Pokemon Go into Let's Go. I have hundreds of near 100% IV Pokemon. Do I just get to bring them in and be like, all right, I'm going to wreck you? Yeah, I think, th- and this is something that I want to kind of hit up, the idea of, you know, the the cool, so, I mean, we've talked about this, but just so I confirm, you can take Pokemon Go Pokemon and put them into this game and vice versa. You can't versa. get them back, though. You, I don't know if it's vice versa. I don't know oh, if you, you can, can bring Let's Go into Go because you can't get Pokemon that you bring into Let's Go back. See, that is interesting to me because I feel like that opens a door for customization. You know, if, like, for example... Customization? No, like, in, in its combat system and how it does stats, because... Oh, yes, yes, Because, I, I mean, in, you. um, with Pokemon Yellow, Blue, and Red on 3DS, if you can, you can transfer those Pokemon into Sun and Moon, and in addition to not having a special attack and special defense stat, it's just one stat, there were no... Uh, the IVs were different. They were, like, out right. of 15, and, you know, they have a system. They're like, okay, when you transfer Pokemon in, I think it's, like, three IVs are perfect or something like that. So, if it's only one way, that'll be interesting because it'll let you do some cool stuff. I mean, yeah, as much as I'm, like, I want to be able to transfer in Pokemon, I imagine you won't be able to transfer in Pokemon right away. Maybe it's, like, like the gym leaders. You know, it's, like, you, it's like, about halfway through the game, you get that feature. You get that feature? Well, maybe it's, like, even then it's just, like, okay, you beat Erica the fourth gym leader. You know, as she says, okay, here's the here's the rainbow badge. You know, Pokemon up to CP 1000 can be transferred in. Right. And then it's, like, you beat Blaine, and then it's, like, but anything. Like, but still, even post-game, because, you know, our friends like to battle each other. Post-game, I get to skip a lot of grinding if they transfer like that, because I have all these great IV Pokemon already. But I'll ask you this. Do you want to take all your really powerful Pokemon no, that was the from Pokemon thing. Go and was, bring them into the I game? I was going to make a little PSA where, you know, if you're an active raider or an active gym fighter like I am in Pokemon Go, do not take your best team and bring it into Let's Go because you're not going to get it back. Yeah. It's, it seems interesting. I, I want to get more information, and we're going to get more information. But, like, I have I have three Charizards in Pokemon Go that are all very, very good IVs. But there was this event called a community day for Charizard, which we won't get into specifics of. But during those events, there is a move that you can get specifically for that Pokemon. And it's the best move that Pokemon get. And you can only get it in that window. So if you miss it, you're out of luck. Mm -hmm. And I I got two of those. And now I have one Charizard that's got like 98% IVs and is really good in general. I leveled it up a lot. But because of that, I don't have a use for it in the metagame of Pokemon Go anymore. So you have so I can bring... just bring it into Let's Go and use it there. Yeah, I mean, that. I think it, it's That's just... not a bad thing. I'm not trying to say yeah, it like I, I think about it the same way that, like, you know, when I beat Pokemon Sun and Moon, I transferred in all of my, you know, my, like, 50-something, you know, max IV'd, max EV'd, you know, combat-ready OU Uber Pokemon. Right. You know, once you get to that point, I don't think there's a problem with transferring them in. There's that dichotomy, like you said, of you're never going to get them back. But I think it's cool to have that option, even for people who are like, people who played Pokemon Go, now they don't. And they're like, hey, buy this game. You can take all your Pokemon Go Pokemon and bring them all in. Like for someone like me. You know, I don't play Pokemon Go. And when I do play Pokemon Go, I really only do it for the catching. So I could just transfer in all the Pokemon that I want and have them. So it's cool. I also want to take a hot second to talk about the Pokeball Plus. Oh, okay. I mean, I have more to talk about during the game. Okay, we'll talk. Just keep talking about the game. We'll talk about the game, and then we're going to talk about Pokeball Plus. Uh, Pikachu and Eevee can't evolve. They cannot. They cannot, which is another issue with the CP. They have to change it because Pikachu and Eevee will be pathetic late game. If it is the way Pokemon Go is. Yeah. So there ha- there has to be something that you can do with that. They're also customizable. And I hope the fact that Eevee and Pikachu are customizable doesn't take away from your trainer being customizable. They didn't show any of that in the trailer, but I really hope you can customize your avatar. I have to imagine you can. Uh, I mean, they didn't show anything. And they if for both X and Y and Sun and Moon, they showed it that's in the true. reveal. So yeah. that that's my worry about it. And it's like, that's not... Something that's going to break it for me, but that is upsetting to me. Yeah. Did you see the rumor, by the way, um, in, in the Pokemon manga, uh, Red's Eevee has like a mutation 
so it can switch between the evolutions of Eevee. Really? Like, in between battles. And I'm like, I don't think that's what they'll do here. But no, could you imagine? I mean, that'd be cool, but no way. No way. Um, Ride Pokemon and Pokemon Follow You. Got, I can Thank ride God. an Onix. You can ride an Onix. They showed it in the trailer. My favorite thing is someone posted a picture of that and it said, the pioneers used to ride these babies for miles. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I can't I can't wait to have my Pikachu on my arm and then something else follow me in the back. It's, 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 it's cute. I want but it, it forever. It matters. It's cool. A note about there's a new Pokemon that's never been seen before that will be in this game. Yeah, and it can be transferred to Pokemon Go. So, but my question is, do you only get one of them and you can choose to transfer it to Go? I feel like you probably get two, one for the game and one for Go, and you can't transfer. So, I mean, people that play Pokemon Go and don't have a Switch, they don't play Nintendo games, but they love to play Pokemon Go, are really annoyed about this because it's like, well, if I want this Pokemon, it's likely going to be good. Let's be real, you have to get a Switch to get the game, get it, but I mean, you know, that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, I can also see situation. Niantic being like, hey, you hand us $5, here's your special they won't, Pokemon. No, <laughs> Niantic will not do that. Niantic is very not like that. Yeah, it will probably be, maybe, it will be like an eventual raid boss. Maybe, yeah, like maybe, maybe eventually. So the idea of this being... My a... thought is that this is the first Gen 8 Pokemon that's going to be shown. I imagine that too. So when eventually down the line it will probably be a raid boss or in the game in some other way i could see it like at the end of 2019 like right before pokemon whatever version i can't say pokemon xy version that's <laughs> like my example because that's actually a pokemon game but when that game comes out they'll be like hey and you can catch this pokemon now people saying it's an evolution i think are going to be disappointed because the eevee can't evolve so if the Eevee can't evolve, then why would it be an evolution, right? Right. And like, they're like, oh, well, maybe it, it does evolve. It's like, well, they're not going to have Pikachu evolve into Raichu. Let's go. Gorichu! No. Sorry. Not let's go Gorichu. <laughs> I would love to get a Gorichu, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. I have three more little notes. Okay. You carry your Pokemon box with you. That I like. Switch on the fly. I also love that. I mean, that's that's how it is in Pokemon Go. You yeah. just switch out of all of your Pokemon. You choose what you want to bring into the fight. Honestly, this game does seem a lot simpler. And the idea of if it's if my box is with me and the game is simpler, it looks like I can have more than six Pokemon on my team, quote unquote. And I like that. I honestly would be upset if that was brought into the main games. I wouldn't be either, but I don't know if it'll happen. I don't know either. But I mean, we can talk about the main games some of the time. Yeah. Um, no HMs, they said. Yep. Pokemon Ride will be the thing again. Again, I... that should be in every game. Exactly. That's going to be in every game. And there is no ranked online. As a matter of fact, they don't plan on using Nintendo's online service. All of the things that are online will be like through Bluetooth and stuff. Okay, so it's like wireless battling and stuff right. like that. So that, that's cool because it, and for to me, that promotes like what Pokemon was originally about, right? Like trading with your friends. Because right. there will be version exclusive Pokemon, like every Pokemon game. And yeah, there, yeah, they did confirm that also. And no ranked online. I mean, they clearly don't want to be super competitive with this game. And this is kind of getting back to that. So I wonder if this will be at Worlds. I think they'll have some kind of event. I don't know if they'll have a tournament. Right. I don't think there will be a Let's Go tournament either. Maybe there'll be like a, you know, hey, we're giving away this, like, you know, like a shiny Eevee or a shiny Pikachu, depending on which game you're playing, at Worlds. But it's not, you know, a, a, a thing. Talking about Worlds, just a quick aside, another thing that I want to bring up for people who, you know, for people like me, you know, like I've been playing Pokemon since, you know, Red and Blue. I, I love the way that Pokemon works. That's why I get really antsy about Pokemon Go mechanics. But they said specifically, and I want to bring this up because Game Freak confirmed this. When they were talking at E3 last year and they said a main series Pokemon games and work for the Switch, they meant not Pokemon they Go. They meant 2019. 2019's game. And they said specifically this game is, is obviously influenced by Pokemon Go elements. 2019's game will not be. Right. It will not. Right. They said it will be a Pokemon game. And it's like people. Some people are nervous. Like, well, what about this direction that Pokemon's going? The game's coming out in a year and a half. That ship has sailed. If they're doing yeah. something with it, there's nothing we can do. It doesn't matter how good or bad this game sounds. Exactly. So I, this has no relation to those whatsoever. I just think that people but, need to remember that when they when people want to bash this game and be like, this game's bad. No, it's just different. And exactly. honestly. I think this is good. Give us some time. Gen 7 was good, but it got a little samey. Give them some time to figure out cool things to do with Gen 8 that they can't do in a year. Like, if Gen 8 was coming out right now, I feel like there wouldn't be anything, like, really crazy. I Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do for an actual Pokemon game. Yeah. But I think now we've analyzed everything there is to analyze about the reveal and stuff. So let's talk about some other things. Yes. Let's talk about well, before we stop, the Pokeball Plus. Yeah, let's talk about Pokeball Plus. <laughs> 
So, Pokeball Plus is one Joy-Con. It's a peripheral. They have confirmed, unfortunately, at launch, it will only work with Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Sorry, Doesn't Dark Souls players. Me. Oh my. I am so sorry that you won't be able to play Dark Souls with two Pokeball Pluses. <laughs> so, it's like the, the joystick is the center of the Pokeball. There's a button on top. And that's it. So, I mean, the game can be played with one Joy-Con, so obviously you don't need that many buttons. Right. So it's like, oh, you can throw that like a Pokeball, and that's cute. But it does so much more. It than does. That. So it's it's a Pokewalker, essentially, if you played no, Heart Gold and Soul a, Silver. it's a Pokemon Go Plus. Yes, I was getting there, too. But it but does count your they, steps. Yeah, but they didn't, they have not announced that that does anything for Let's Go yet. They haven't. So it, for, at the moment, what it is, is, you know, it may, you put a Pokemon in it and you go for a stroll with the Pokemon. And then, depending on what Pokemon you put in there, when you rub the ball or when you roll the ball, it'll make a noise. Like, it the Pokemon sounds. is with you. Also, important, those functions can be muted. So people like me who commute to work don't have to worry about Pikachu exactly. yelling in their pocket while they're at a business meeting. <laughs> Can Sorry. you imagine me sitting there talking to my boss? Pika! <laughs> oh, my God. Go away! Um, <laughs> but, yes... But if you play Pokemon Go, it does so much more than that. You can catch Pokemon when it vibrates and lights up. You can tap it, and you will throw a Pokeball. You might catch it, you might not, like Pokemon Go Plus. It counts your steps, so you get candies for your buddy, and it'll also help you hatch eggs, which is awesome. I love that. I think even, like, bringing those same concepts into this, in just into Pokemon Let's Go, would be good, you know, saying, hey, it gives you you those experience points you can allocate, or maybe experience points just to the Pokemon you brought with you, or maybe when you plug it back into the game, it's like, hey, you know, Eevee found these three Pokemon, do you want to try catching them? Or even, Eevee found these items. Do you want to have them? Yeah. Just little cute functions, because it's like the Pokewalker... I mean, what it did was it, it gave your Pokemon experience points. You could look at them and they'd do cute things. It would raise their friendship. And you could send them on different, like, quests and basically based on their level. And, yeah, what it did was it would give you an item after a certain amount of time. And that's fine. The fact is, is it's a Pokemon peripheral. I'm checking GameStop every five, 15 minutes because the fact is, is I know Pokemon players. This stuff's <laughs> going to go off the shelf like that. So, like, like I, I'm very, very excited for this. And either way... I would probably buy it, but because I am a Pokemon Go player, I'm you're more I'm that obligated. much more like obligated to get it. It's fifty dollars, by the way. Yeah, that's the one. Um, not the bad thing, but that's the truth. It's fifty dollars, so it's not like you know it can't be pivotal to the game, right? But I don't think they could make and, a world like, where it would be. No, I mean no, that's not what I'm trying to say. But what yeah, I'm trying no. to say is like if I wasn't a Pokemon Go player, and the fact that it's fifty dollars. I'd be a little more hesitant to get it because then you're essentially paying $110 on November 26th. November 10th? No. November 10th? November 27th. We'll get back to you on that. We'll get but back. The day it comes out, you, you're spending $110 on this game. Yep. So, wrapping all this up, Matt. Oh, I'm not done. Wait, 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 wait. I want to talk about Pokemon Go integration a little bit. Fine. You know, the part the part that we, we care about, just we talked about most of it already. A quick thing is that. Uh, Hanky, who's the CEO of Niantic, said that there's a lot more than just transferring Pokemon for the integration, but they want to save the surprises for later. So, so stuff that Pokemon Go players will receive. We'll, there's bonuses for Pokemon Go players that have not been announced yet, and presumably the other way around, I would okay. assume. Maybe they'll give you candies. They might Tra- give you candies. Trading Pokemon Let's Go, you get like 100 candies. Listen, I wouldn't be upset, okay? There's some Pokemon that I... Not Kanto, because I have pretty much everything, but other Pokemon I desperately need. What would... One thing that would be kind of game-breaking is that there are region-exclusive Pokemon. So Kangaskhan is exclusive to Australia. Mr. Mime is exclusive to Europe. I can't get those Pokemon right now because I've never been to those places. If you can just get them in Let's Go and bring them into, into Go, I'd be furious because... The whole point of Go is to explore the world with your friends. Yeah. You know? I mean, the idea is, like, someday... Now, not because of Pokemon Go, but someday I do want to go to Australia. Someday I do want to go to Europe. And while I'm there, I will take Pokemon Go out and catch one. And I will Uh, feel like I have accomplished part of my life by doing that. Yeah, I feel like... I mean, we kind of said that we don't think that you can transfer back, but I feel like because of Pokemon Go, all four of those Pokemon have to be gettable in both games. What? Wait, what? The, 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 the region-exclusive Pokemon. Right, but, I mean, I you can't... I don't... I think that's one of the reasons why you can't transfer Pokemon from Let's Go to Go. Yes. Is because you can't break it like that. 
Yeah. That, that's fair. I mean, that's part, like you said, it's part exactly. of the thing. I'm glad. That's yeah. part of the thing for Go. Yeah. Mike just doesn't like to leave the house. That's why he doesn't like Go. It's not that I don't like to leave the house. It's like I don't like my battery getting drained and me telling me that I can't <laughs> catch that stupid Alolan Executor. It's Alolan Executor Go now because I'm going to get them and I'm going to get halfway through the game and I'm going to be like, wow, my box Is has that- 15 Alolan Executor in it. An external battery. I'm waving my my phone case that is also a second battery. See, you can wave that at me because we're in person. You're right! And I can Um, hit you now (laughs) because we're in person. Um... Also, shinies will transfer from Pokemon Go. If you have shinies in Pokemon Go, they'll be shiny and let's go. But special go. Pokemon won't, right? Ash, Ash's hat. Oh Pikachu yeah, you can't get. I mean, there are like seven different Pikachu hats. Niantic, get new special events. I don't need more Pikachus. But um, yeah, so you can't like get your party hat Pikachu. Yeah, so you can bring in shinies though. Right. Cool. Anything else for Pokemon Go? I don't think so. All right. I think that's it. Matt, wrapping this up in a bow. Give me. 15 seconds, like two sentences, Pokemon Let's Go, your opinion, in, in short. really excited to casually play it. I believe it will keep me satisfied until the core games finally come out, but this is not the thing that I have been waiting for for so long. Okay. But I, I am really excited for it. Yeah. What about you? Very excited, very much like you. This isn't, I don't look at this like I would a Pokemon version game. I look at this as another Pokemon game, and honestly... If Pokemon Quest has taught me anything, if Pokemon Tournament has taught me anything, I don't. I really don't care. As long as it's a good game, I'll play it. And the fact is, it's 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 accessible, and that's never a bad. Exactly. So um, I, I have to ask you, Pikachu or Eevee? You're gonna get Eevee. I am getting Eevee. You're I'm getting Pikachu. Getting of course, I'm getting Pikachu. I feel like the 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 internet's vocal minority is saying Eevee, but like we have to remember that no, like I ten year olds like will be buying this game. Most people are. I've seen most people saying Eevee, honestly. Yeah, but most people. I'm I'm saying like I think on the internet everyone's gonna be like Eevee, Eevee, Eevee. Oh, but like right. if I asked if I asked a group of fifteen oh, year olds yeah. and twelve year olds and eight year olds which version would you get, I think most of them would the, say Pikachu. The the sales are gonna be Pikachu for sure. Yeah. But um, I mean I don't know. I'm 22 years old, and Pikachu is my second favorite Pokemon. Yep. November 16th, by the way, is when this comes out. Yep. And hopefully we should be hearing news about this next week at E3. Exactly. Um, When pre-orders for Pokemon, the Pokeball Plus, come out, we will tweet it out. So follow us at PinkGoldPeeps. We will we will let you know when that happens. If you follow me at Cento says, you will also get it because I will probably go on the Pink Gold Peeps Twitter after I scream at Matt. I just bought one. Go buy one right now with like six O's and twelve exclamation marks. Yep. I'm not kidding. It's been every fifteen minutes. It's been slow at work. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap up our show, we usually just uh, like to do a fun fact. So Matt, what is your fun fact for the week? My fun fact is that if you've ever thought about getting a PlayStation 4, get it because God of War is worth it. Really? That's my fun fact. Okay. Uh, My fun fact is if you're playing categories and it's an herb and spice and you have the letter F, use fennel. Don't use forigano, which is just oregano with an F in front of it. Doesn't go over well. Yeah, that that doesn't sound like it would. Shh. Is it even a word? No, it's not. But I, di- I tried doing this like eight years ago with my family. So every time they get oregano, I go in there, I take a Sharpie and put an F in front of the O and put it back on the rat. I haven't done it recently. And clearly when we were playing categories, I should have done it because I could be like, look, oregano. Ridiculous. Just ridiculous. <sighs> I um I recently got into words with friends with my roommate, but then I beat him three times and he stopped playing with me. That's what my girlfriend did too. <laughs> Uh, anyway, if you want to contact us, give us some feedback, questions you want us to answer. If you want to do that, we could start doing that as a section if you're interested. Um, you can always contact us. It's pinkgoldpeeps at gmail.com. At at pinkgoldpeeps is our Twitter. Is our Twitter handle. You can always shoot us questions there. I know someone tweeted at us saying they're very excited for this episode to hear what we had to say about it. Um, and also our intro is made by Rick's Record on SoundCloud. Check him out. He's a really cool dude. He always seems to be on our stuff, and it makes me really happy because I'm yeah, like, yeah. He shout out to you, man. Cause... Yeah, shout out to Rick, man. <laughs> you're, you're great. I, I'm, I'm sure all the other fans are good too, but like, <laughs> come on, come on. Yeah, hey, how about this? If you're as cool a fan as Rick, we'll call you out in the next episode. <laughs> follow us on SoundCloud and follow well, us on Twitter. We hope to expand to iTunes and other places Spotify. in some time in the near future. I think future. Spotify and iTunes Spotify, are our next iTunes, big ones. Yeah. So we'll keep you guys posted. Follow us on Twitter. But uh, have a good night, everybody. Ciao.